Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Danny Masterson, Jimmy Fallon, The Rolling Stone, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Barker, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. All right, uh, we're having some technical difficulties, so um, don't worry about that. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you are listening for the very first time, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on Block Talk Radio for about 13-plus years now. So um, if also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter, uh, or I should say X formerly known as Twitter, at Stiletto14. That's Stiletto, like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a hot and humid 81 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for always tuning in and joining me here on this uh, Thursday, uh, as uh, and I'm going to be talking about the change in the, the days of the week. But, uh, again, thank you for all my listeners out there, wherever you are in the world, if you're here in the States or in Europe or in uh, South Pacific, thank you for always tuning in and, and hanging out with me. So uh, how is everybody doing? Um I know here in the northeast region of the United States, we're going through a heat wave, so we're trying to stay cool as possible for, uh, I guess, the second week in September. It feels more like the first week of July. Uh, We're going through our heat wave right now. But before I get started with the show today, I want to make an announcement. Uh, That's Entertainment will now be broadcasting on Thursdays. That's right. I changed the day of the week. Uh, The time slot is still up in the air for now, so make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook to look at the times and date when the show is broadcasting. Uh, again, the we're no longer going to be on Wednesdays. It's going to be Thursday. The time slot, uh, we're thinking about doing at 3 p.m. or late evening, prime time, whatever, so make sure you look out for that. This week... On That's Entertainment, we're going to be talking about uh, actor Danny Masterson. You know him for uh, on the show, That 70s Show. Well, he was just sentenced to 30 years to life in prison today after a jury convicted him uh, early this year of raping two women 20 years ago. That's according to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office. I'll tell you more about the case. Also this week, we're going to be talking about some very shocking uh, accusations about 
our favorite late, uh, late night host, Jimmy Fallon. There, he is the latest host to have a uh, rumors going around that he has he runs a very toxic work environment. Fourteen former employees, two current, fourteen former employees described their experience uh, working with. Uh, Jimmy Fallon saying that uh, he's, uh, he runs a pretty glum atmosphere. Uh, he turns the job into a very, like a nightmare. Uh, he has his good days and bad days. Uh, he has this ever-changing leadership when it comes to him. People are walking on eggshells. People are scared to tell him no. And these are from former staffers who said that they their whole mental health has been impacted by the negativity, and they said that they were in therapy, and three who said they experienced suicide thoughts as a result of this toxic work environment. We're going to be talking about that. And then after the news broke out of these accusations, they caught uh, Jimmy Fallon coming from um, England, from the U.K., coming here to New York to JFK, and they were talking about that, and he had a meeting with uh, some of the people apologizing that he said he didn't know, he's saying that he didn't know it was he, he was go- doing this to his employees and his staff and the whole environment. So we're going to be talking about that. Also this week we're going to be talking about the Rolling Stones. They just announced that they're going to be releasing their very first studio album in over 18 years. Now, you know uh, the Rolling Stones just lost a member, uh, their drummer, but uh, he has, before he passed away, he was on two of the songs, so we'll talk about that. And also, Bruce Springsteen apparently postponed eight concerts because he is sick with peptic ulcer disease. He just performed this weekend here in the Northeast region, the tri-state area. He was just out at MetLife Stadium over the Labor Day weekend, and he was scheduled to perform other shows. Um, He was supposed to do one in uh, Baltimore, two in Pittsburgh, and one in Connecticut, one in Albany, and one in Columbus, Ohio, and one in D.C. But now um, is they they've been canceled, so we're going to be talking about that. And that's and uh, our favorite uh, game show host, as you know, Bob Barker had passed away last week. Well, we found out what uh, his cause of death, and uh, he had he was just shy of his 100th birthday. He passed away at the age of 99. We just found out what was his cause of death, and that's just a tip of the iceberg. So let's get started. Actor Danny Masterson was sentenced to 30 years of life in prison Thursday after a jury convicted him earlier this year of raping two women 20 years ago. This is according to the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office. Prosecutors said that the rape occurred in 2003 while Masterson, now 47, was starring in the hit sitcom That 70 Show. Masterson was convicted in May of raping a 28-year-old woman in April of 2003 and a 23-year-old woman later that year. And according to prosecutors, uh, both incidents happened at Masterson's Hollywood Hill home. 
Masterson had been in custody since his conviction. Uh, there was no cameras were allowed in the court during the Thursday sentencing. And according to the Associated Press, Masterson wore a suit in court on his accusers, while his accusers, you know, they, they addressed to him directly. He uh, declined an offer to address the court, and according to uh, Rudders, uh, his attorney said that what happened between him and the women were consensual, and according to the AP, Masterson plans to appeal, and he maintained his innocence. Now, the jury didn't reach an unanimous decision on a third count that alleged Masterson also raped a longtime girlfriend. The liberation lasted for more than six days before Masterson was convicted on two other counts. Now, following Thursday proceeding, Deputy District Attorney Reinhold Muller told reporters that prosecutors wouldn't seek a new trial for the count that, uh, that deadlocked the jury. He also said he wasn't concerned about Masterson's appeal plans. Now, Mueller said he was happy that Masterson's accusers got their justice. Late last year, um, Almeldo uh, declared a mistrial after a different jury couldn't reach a unanimous verdict on any charges. And in this year's trial, Masterson didn't testify and his lawyers didn't call any witnesses. Masterson and his three accusers were all members of the Church of Scientology at the time of the incident, and the women testified that they reported Masterson to Scientology officials but were discouraged from going to the police and feared being excommunicated. The Church denied blocking anyone from cooperating with authorities. Uh, more than a dozen current and former staffers of The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon are speaking out about an alleged toxic and chaotic work environment fostered by the Emmy-winning host. NBC hit late-night talk show host by the um, has been a, a host since 2014, has been a toxic place for years, according to two current and 14 former employees who described their experience to Rolling Stone in a bombshell report published today, Thursday. Now, Fallon, who first reached uh, TV superstar status as a cast member of NBC Saturday Night Live in 1998, is known for his fun personality, his charming interviews, and celebrity friendships. However, several people said that Fallon's alleged mistreatment of staff had resulted in a pretty glum or, uh, atmosphere, a work environment described by one former employee as a dream job that turned into a nightmare very quickly. Now, some employees told the magazine that most people who work backstage on The Tonight Show are well aware of good and bad Jimmy days. They said that the tense environment is the result of Fallon's erratic behavior, adding to ever-changing leadership, which has led many behind the scenes to live in a constant state of fear. Now, several former staffers said working at the show negatively, uh, negatively impacted their mental health, including four who said they were in therapy and three who said they experienced suicidal thoughts as a result of the toxic work environment. Now, in one specific incident, two employees said that Fallon scolded a crew member in charge of cue cards during a taping with Jerry Steinfeld and only apologized because the comedian told him to do so. However, in a statement sent to the publication after the article went live, Seinfeld called the magazine version of the story stupid and an idiotic twisting of events. 
An NBC spokesperson defended the show in a statement to Rolling Stone. They said, quote, we are incredibly proud of the Tonight Show, and providing a respectful working environment is a top priority. That's what the spokesperson said without mentioning Fallon. The Tonight Show is currently off the air due to the Writers Guild of America strike, which has been ongoing since early May. Now, here is the latest. Jimmy Fallon has apologized to his staff at The Tonight Show following the Rolling Stone report that accused him and they accused the host and the late-night talk show of creating a toxic workplace. Now, Fallon and showrunner Chris Miller held a Zoom meeting Thursday to address the report, and the host apologized for past behavior cited in the story. Rolling Stone cited a number of current and former Tonight staffers who detailed incidents of Fallon berating employees on the vulnerable NBC late-night show and given what one former staffer described as passive-aggressive feedback on their work. Now, Fallon said during the meeting, he said, quote, it's embarrassing and I feel so bad. Sorry if I embarrass you and your family and friends. I feel so bad I can't even tell you. I want this show to be fun. It should be inclusive for everybody, unquote. He also said he never intended to create that type of atmosphere on The Tonight Show. Now, Fallon took over The Tonight Show from Jay Leno in 2014 after five years as the host of NBC Late Night. The show has gone through a number of showrunners during his tenure, with no one, including a three-person team from 2016 to 2018 and a two-person team from 2020 to early 2022, serving for longer than about two years. Miller, who came to tonight from the Drew Barrymore show, took the reign in March of 2022. Like other late-night shows, the Tonight Show has been airing reruns since the beginning of the Writers Guild of America strike in May, and Fallon and fellow hosts Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimball, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver recently launched a podcast on Spotify with proceeds going to their out-of-work staff. Wow. When I first heard the story, I, I couldn't believe it because he just comes across as this really nice guy. He's likable. He's funny. He loves to play games. He he just comes across like this happy-go-lucky guy. And to hear these accusations took me for a loop. And I'm like, what is going on with these shows? Not only is the daytime shows like Ellen and, and, and Kelly Clarkson, now it's Steve, now it's I'm sorry, it's Jimmy Fallon. So I don't know what is going on. Uh, right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I try to bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Uh, I had just announced, if you are just tuning in, that we're going to be moving to Thursdays. Uh, we haven't decided on what time yet, but I will keep you posted via Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. So uh, right now we're going to be broadcasting on Thursdays instead of Wednesday. I've been broadcasting on Wednesday since I started the show here on the network. So look out for that. And also you can always like the show here on Blog Talk Radio. You can uh, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I do broadcast live. And you can also uh, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash radio. You can follow us on the X, a.k.a. as Twitter, 
That's Entertained One, T-H-A-T-S, Entertained in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter, formerly known, well, X, formerly known as Twitter, at Stiletto14, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, the Rolling Stones have announced the release of Hackney Diamond, the band's first new studio album for 18 years. Uh, band members Sir Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, and Ronnie Wood announced the exciting news at a special event held at the history Hackney Empire in London on Wednesday, September 6th, with Jimmy Fallon hosting. The 12-track LP is their first studio set of new material since 2005, A Bigger Bang. The band also unveiled uh, like their first single, Angry, which is accompanied by a music video starring Euphoria actress Sydney Sweeney and directed by Francois Rosalette. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The band confirmed that late drummer and original member Charlie Watts, who died from cancer at the age of 80 in August of 2021, is featured on two tracks with replacement Steve Jordan playing on the other ten. On the song Live by the Sword, the trio are backed by both Charlie and former bassist Bill Wyman, who's reuniting the original rhythm section of the Rolling Stones. Now, Ronnie, who's now 76, also confirmed that Lady Gaga appears on the album, duetting with Mick on Sweet Sound of Heaven, and other room and guest artists include Sir Paul McCarthy and uh, Stevie Wonder. Hackney Diamonds comes out on October 20th, and the new single, Angry, is available now. The album will be released across a number of formats, including a special limited RS number 9 Carnaby Red Vinyl, available exclusively to pre-order direct from the flagship store from September 6th. An exclusive Hackney Diamond merch line is also now available from their London store. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band has postponed eight concerts because the boss is sick with peptic ulcer disease. Springsteen, who's now 73, said he was taking the time off because of advice from his doctors. The New Jersey native previously pushed back two shows in Philadelphia last month due to unspecified illness. Those shows have been rescheduled for August of 2024. And after that surprise cancellation, Springsteen rallied to play three sold-out concerts at MetLife Stadium over Labor Day weekend. The latest postponement will affect all scheduled shows in September, one in Syracuse, one in Baltimore, two in Pittsburgh, one in Castleville, uh, Connecticut, one in Albany, one in Columbus, Ohio, and one in Washington, D.C. The tour is scheduled to resume November 3rd in Vancouver. Now, people with tickets to the postponed show will receive more information when it's available, and this is according to the band's statement. Peptic ulcer disease occurs when sores develop in the digestive system, often in the esophagus, stomach, or small intestine. It's relatively common as an estimated 1 in 10 Americans will develop the condition at some point, and this is according to the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, Bob Barker, cause of death, was a result of Alzheimer's disease. 
According to a new report, the beloved animal rights activist and TV game show legend, known for hosting The Price is Right for 35 years, died on August 26 from the most common type of dementia. Uh, he was 99. Uh, his passing came years after his diagnosis. Uh, TMZ reported this on Tuesday, noting uh, the death certificate obtained did not un- uh, determine how long he battled the progressive disease, and according to the CDC data from 2020, as many as 5.8 million Americans were living with Alzheimer's disease. Publicist Roger Neal previously revealed that his longtime client died in his sleep at his Los Angeles home while under the care of Nancy Burnett, with whom he was in a relationship for 40 years. Burnett, who worked with Barker to expose animal cruelty in the entertainment industry, served as co-executor of the daytime TV icon's estate. And in a statement, she said they were great friends over three these years, and she said he will be missed. Uh, Neil also confirmed that there will be no memorial service held at Barker's request. There are plans for him to be laid to rest next to his late wife, Dorothy Joe, at Hollywood Hills Forest Lawn Memorial Cemetery. And Global Citizens has a surprise for the BTS Army. On Wednesday, Global Citizen Festival announced that Jungkook of BTS has been added to the Music Festival's 2023 lineup as a co-headliner. That's right. The K-pop idol, who is now 26, will take the stage at the event on September 23rd in New York City's Central Park. The seventh singer joined fellow headliners Anita, Miss Lauren Hill, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, who were previously announced in August and July. The rest of the lineup for the free ticketed event include Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Conan Gray, and uh, Stray Kids, Dean Nice, and Sophia Carson. Uh, hosted by the international advocacy organization Global Citizen, the festival aimed to call on world leaders to address issues such as climate crisis, uh, equa- uh, e- uh, equality for women, and girls and poverty. Uh, several international advocates are also confirmed to participate in the event, as well as a handful of celebrity guests, include Bill Nye, uh, Bridget uh, Monaghan, Busy Phillips, Carmelo Anthony, Common, uh, Connie Britton, uh, Danny Guerrera, Gail King, Jordan Fisher, Louis Pug, uh, Phoebe Katz, Rachel uh, Bronahan, and Sophia Bush will make an appearance. Free tickets for the festival can be earned by taking action on the Global Citizen app and online at www.globalcitizen.org. Viewers at home can also tune into the event as it broadcasts live on ABC and stream across online platforms. Uh, Fans can learn more about where to watch the festival at www.globalcitizen.org. And uh, Sean Diddy Combs is reportedly uh, opting to return bad boy publishing rights to the artists and writers who play pivotal roles in building the label's enduring legacy. This move comes on the heel of the music company's 30th anniversary, and after years of reports highlighting concerns about its talent, unfair treatment, and compensation. Artists include rapper Mace, singer-songwriter Faith Evans, the Notorious B.I.G. Estate, The Locks, 112, and many more unlisted creators. While details 
surrounding the de- uh, the deal remain private. It's said to be worth a hundred of millions of dollars. Variety reported that most recipients have been located, contacted, and signed all necessary documents. Uh, Mace has been vocal about his ongoing dispute with the former employer, uh, frequently pointing to unresolved financial matters. Uh, The Welcome Back MC even recounted an incident where Diddy supposedly turned out a substantial $2 million offer for publishing rights. However, when Diddy appeared on The Breakfast Club, he refuted those uh, allegations, contending that Mace owed him $3 million, a claim that the rapper had consistently denied. The Harlem native longtime pal and it's, It Is What It Is co-host Cameron initially leaked news of the publishing deal on Instagram while promoting his upcoming project, The Lost Files, which will arrive on uh, Friday, September 8th. So, yeah, this was a long time coming. Uh, I, and I remember uh, the artist, uh, Mace, was saying how um, Diddy had owed him all these, all this uh, money. And uh, finally he said, you know, I'm just going to just re-release their publishing and let them have it. Uh, right now we have 11.24 here on the East Coast. Uh, coming up... We're going to be talking about um, Kourtney Kardashian. She just recently had a a health scare. Uh, Apparently, uh, we found out what happened because her husband, Travis Barker, was uh, had attended. He was on uh, his European tour and had to leave right away. And people were speculating why he had to fly back to the states. Now we know why. And Joe Jonas and his wife, Sophie Turner, uh, have broken their silence after uh, they had filed for divorce. I'll tell you the latest. And Drake has once again shown his generosity to his fans. And uh, Dionne Warwick has promised to never create music using artificial intelligence. And Jamie Foxx is ready to demand justice. The acclaimed actor is getting ready to star in Amazon Prime forthcoming film, The Burial. I'll tell you what that movie's about. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. You 
Right now we have 30 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Sierra featuring Chris Brown and How We Roll. I love that song. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that uh, Kourtney Kardashian revealed on Wednesday that she had to undergo life-saving surgery for her unborn child with husband Travis Barker, but has thankfully has since left the hospital with her baby safe inside her stomach. Uh, before Wednesday, there was speculation as to why Barker had to leave the European tour with his uh, bandmates Blink-182 on September 1st. Uh, due to the urgent family matter, uh, Travis had had to return home to the States. That's what the band had posted in the statement at the time. Their show in Glasgow, Belfast, and Dublin were temporarily postponed until further notice. And now it's clear as the reason why, as Barker and Kardashian was later spotted by TMZ leaving an L.A. hospital together a day later. Uh, in her post, um, Kardashian continued to explain that uh, with her three previous pregnancies being really easy, she was unprepared for the fear of undergoing fetal surgery. Now, Kardashian is uh, projected to give uh, birth sometime later this year, and the child will be uh, be her and Barker's first together as a couple. They officially tied the knot in May of 2022, surrounded by their six children, all from previous relationships. Kardashian says, shares a son, Mason, 12, and Rain, 7, and a daughter, Pen- uh, Penelope, 9, with ex-Scott Dizick, and Barker shares son, Landon, who's 18, daughter, Alabama, 16, and stepdaughter, uh, Atiana, 
23 with ex-wife Shanna Mockler. Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have broken their silence after the Jonas Brothers filed for divorce on Tuesday. The pair updated fans on their respective Instagram pages Wednesday morning, tagging each other in separate but identical posts about the split fans never saw coming. Uh, the statement from the two of them said, quote, after four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. That's what the post began, which had comments turned off. They also said, quote, there are many uh, speculative narratives as to why, but truly this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children, unquote. The SOS singer uh, filed for a disillusion of marriage from Turner this week, claiming the marriage between the parties is, is, is uh, irretrievably broken. According to the documents obtained by People, uh, the former fan favorite couple signed a prenup. The filing comes, uh, came on the heels of a report that Jonas had obtained a divorce attorney, though he was subsequently seen wearing his wedding ring during Sunday's Jonas Brothers Stop in Austin. Jonas and the Game of Thrones star began dating in 2016, got engaged the following year, and exchanged vow in 2019. Uh, while the split might have shocked the public, a source who knows the pair said their marriage was on the rocks well before Jonas filed. And not only was the split not a surprise to those in their inner circle, uh, an insider had told people that they were not separated, but they were living separate, separate lives for months. Together, Jonas and Turner welcomed their daughter, Willa, who's three, and a 14-month-old girl whose name is only listed as D in the document. And given that Jonas' filing literally just happened, the couple is still working through the specifics of a custody arrangement. And as Jonas described in the court docs, though, the insider confirmed that the kids were with him the last few months, traveling with him with family while he's been on tour, and Sophie's been uh, working in the U.K. Drake has once again shown his generosity to his fans. The Canadian superstar had returned the love to a super fan to spend their money on his show tickets by gifting them $50,000 at one of his latest concerts. During the It's All a Blur tour stop in Las Vegas on Sunday, September 3rd, Drizzy was speaking to the crowd when he noticed a fan holding an interesting sign. He got a sign that said, Drake, I spent my furniture money on your two shows, Ovo for Life. He read it out loud for other concertgoers, and from there he um, made the decision to give the fan $50,000 for their troubles. And this is what he said. He said he told the fan, you know what, my man, your furniture money, I'm going to give you 50 bands tonight because I love you. That's what he told the fan as the audience had cheered on. The In My Feelings hitmaker went on to give a message to the audience explaining why they need to treat others with kindness. And prior to this, Drake surprised a lucky fan with a, luxury, a luxurious gift. Uh, while performing in Los Angeles last month, the hotline bling rapper handed out a pink Hermes Birkin bag to one concert goer. Uh, Drake, they said Drake ain't cheap. He could be heard joking while carrying the medium-sized handbag with one of his hands as he approached the audience from the stage. And after giving the luxurious bag, he did not forget to give a suggestion for the fans' safety. He told 
uh, security to make sure she uh, was safely escorted out. Yeah, that's what he told security. Uh, later in August, Drizzy treated fans to free tickets to his tour after postponing his concert in Vancouver, Canada. At the last minute, the 36-year-old held a scavenger hunt on his website with those who are able to find certain codes on the platform being rewarded with the free tickets. Now, um, also, speaking of Drake, his forthcoming album for the all for for the all dogs have had fans and publications going on a scavenger hunt for its release date over the last few months. This week, he officially announced that his eighth studio album will be coming out later this month. Now, Drake originally announced for all the dogs back in June uh, when he released his poetry book titled "Ruin Everything: A Stream of Conscientious." Uh, September is a familiar month for Drake when he comes to releasing projects. He released his second mixtape comeback season in September of 2007, followed by a uh, a version of his breakthrough mixtape So Far Gone in September of 2009. Next came 2013, Nothing Was the Same, and 2015 joint mixtape What a Time to Be Alive with Future. His most recent September release was 2021 Certified Lover Boy, and now he will add for all the dogs, listen to Certified Lover Boy. Um, for all the dogs, it's going to be released on September uh, 22nd. And uh, Dionne Warwick has promised to never create music using artificial intelligence, even if she was offended. I'm sorry, even if she was offered the chance to sing with her late cousin, Whitney Houston. The 82-year-old soul legend has released a host of iconic songs such as Heartbreaker, Walk On By, and That's What Friends Are For, but she has no interest in her music or the tracks of her late friends such as Whitney and Michael Jackson being created with the help of AI technology. Dion also addressed whether she would be interested in having a biopic on her life and career made by Hollywood. The singer was so happy with the documentary, Dion Warwick, Don't Make Me Over, that was made by Dave Woodley and David uh, Hellbronner for CNN that she doesn't think a movie would add much to her story. And Jamie Foxx is ready to demand justice. The acclaimed actor stars in Amazon Prime forthcoming film The Burial, which tells the story of a personal injury lawyer, Willie E. Gary, and his mission to help funeral homeowner Jeremiah Joseph O'Keefe in an intense legal dispute. The release was adapted from Jonathan uh, Hare, uh, 1999 New Yorker's article of the same name. The drama comedy also starred Tommy Lee Jones, Journey Smollett, and Alan Ruck, and was written by Bet and Doug Wright. The Barrow is set to premiere in selected theaters on October 6th before hitting Prime Video on October 13th. A brand new glimpse of the film arrived on Thursday, September 7th, giving fans a sneak peek into Fox. A charismatic role as a lawyer who has yet to lose a case in 12 years. The Burial will be the second on-screen release from the 55-year-old actor following his health scare earlier this year. The first being July, they cloned Tyrone. News of the unexpected setback first surfaced in June with his family keeping an airtight circle of support around him. He has since made a full recovery and is feeling like himself again. And uh, Lifetime has rolled out its full, full movie slate with seven new films to come 
As as the uh, first movie premieres this month, fans can also look forward to the October film Buying Back My Daughter, starring and executive produced by Megan Good, who's also a friend of the show. Uh, leading alongside Roger Cross, Ariana Maddox, and Faith Wright, Good will play the role of Dana, a wife and mother of a 16-year-old uh, daughter, um, Alicia, who she shared with her husband, Curtis. And according to the synopsis, when Alicia decides to sneak out of the house to attend a party, her parents and authorities find themselves in a widespread search for her. Now, Maddox, who played a police officer named Karen, helped investigate the case as she has her own personal connection to Alicia's story. Buying Back My Daughter is produced by Charles Cooper with executive production by Art Lee uh, Adelson, Alan Lewis, James Joppy, and Good. The Harlem actress is continuing her relationship with the network as they celebrate their 500th original film this year. The 42-year-old has already starred and produced the lifetime film Death Saved by, Saved by Life and Love by the Tenth Date. A trailer for Buying Back My Daughter has not yet been released. Uh, in other news, Good has been uh, juggling Hollywood and being supportive of her rumored boyfriend, Jonathan Major, who is set to go to trial for domestic violence charges later this month. The E. Bayou actress appeared at a court date with the Creed Three actor, hand-in-hand, back in June. Neither Good nor Majors have confirmed a romantic relationship. And uh, the Kardashians, Jenner, are known for exposing their life on their reality TV show. And now that Kylie Jenner has officially gone public with her new boyfriend, Timothy Chalamet, fans are wondering if the Dune actor will appear on the Kardashians. A Hollywood insider revealed to The Sun that fans should not expect to see the actor star alongside Kylie on the Hulu series anytime soon. Kylie and Timothy, who were first linked romantically in April, made headlines after they were snap-packing on PDAs while attending Beyonce's Renaissance Tour stop in Los Angeles on Monday, September 4th. The couple was seen locking lips while hanging out in the VIP section at SoFi Stadium. uh, Interestingly, uh, Kylie's ex, Travis Scott, uh, also attended the same show. The Utopia star arrived at the third night of Queen Bee's uh, show while the reality TV star and her new beau were making out nearby in the Starfield VIP section. Also spotted on the show were uh, uh, Kim Kardashian and her daughter North, Chloe, uh, who uh, brought along Courtney, her daughter Penelope, Chris Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Lori Harvey, as well as Justin Sky, uh, Justin Bieber, and Haley Baldwin, Zendaya Coleman, and Tom Holland, as well as Adele, were also seen having fun at the concert. And Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Linda Evangelista, and Christy Turlington are looking back to their early careers as supermodels. In a new trailer for Apple TV+, Plus, the supermodels, the four catwalk beauties, are defining what it meant or what it means to be a supermodel. Also in the trailer, the icons are seen discussing different challenges that they had to overcome before they made it to where they are today. Evangelista uh, admitted that she was told to lose weight, while Campbell said that she was bullied for the color of her skin. The supermodels traveled back to the 1980s when four women from different corners of the world united in New York, already forces in their own right, the gravities that 
that they achieved by coming together transcended the industry itself. Their prestige was so extraordinary that it enabled the four to supersede the brands they showcased, making the, the, the names Naomi, Cindy, Linda, and Christy as prominent as the designers who styled them. The docuseries will also highlight never-before-seen commentaries from luminaries in the world of fashion and pop culture. Additionally, it's set to feature noteworthy interviewees, including Mark Jacobs, Donna Karen, Calvin Klein, Michael Kors, Paul Caveco, as well as Donatella Versace, the late Vivian Westwood, and many others who had helped shape the fashion industry throughout the years will also make appearances. The supermodels debuted globally on September 20th on Apple TV+. Right now we got 15 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. I wanna see you happy. Oh God. Yeah. 
It didn't work out, but that don't mean you should attack me. We enjoyed the five-star meals, but you was with me for disaster. Holding me down from the start. I used to be broke, I was ashy. I had we didn't tie the knot, but shit, that's how life go. You always would say that I might blow. Got rich and I pay for your life, oh. I know the person you is. That's why I still want to be friends. If you want to open up a new salon, I still help pay for the wig. And I help with the lease. You know I ain't never been cheap. Relationships don't always last, so let's not turn it to be. I come through from time to time and have you grabbing them sheets. That's it. If you want to, I'm just playing, girl. Stop smacking your teeth. 21, 21. I ain't been free to make it to forever. You know, Harley ain't getting back together. Yeah, that was new music from Usher featuring Summer Walker and 21 Savage and Good Good. Uh, Right now we have about 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Cardi B fans are rejoicing as she recently unveiled her upcoming lead single, Bongos, featuring none other than her previous WAP collaborator, Megan Thee Stallion. The the, The track will hit streamers on Friday, September 8th. The track will serve as a follow-up to the Bronx Native 2022 single, Hot Shit, and the 2021 viral record, Up. In the artwork for the forthcoming single, the pair was seen rocking coordinated blue and purple one-pieces and high heels. They both have hairstyles and multicolored curls. No further details were revealed. It's been five years since Cardi B dropped her debut album, Invasion of Privacy. While the 30-year-old artist has yet to release her sophomore album, she has constantly impressed audiences with well-received guest appearances, noticeable features, including her verse on Lotto's Put It on the Floor Again, and her part on Fendi the Rapper, Point Me Too. Uh, Cardi recently appeared alongside her husband Offset for the Migos members' latest single, Jealousy. She recently told Vogue Mexico, saying, quote, I'm not going to release any more collaboration, and that she was working on her next solo single. The Grammy Award winner added that right now she's working on cover art and ideas for the next record because it's definitely coming up. And meanwhile, Megan has kept a relatively low profile. The rapper briefly took to social media to share her latest fitness regimen with her devotee hottie fan base she is set to appear in a not yet released movie called dicks the musical uh bet announced the nominees for the 18th annual bet hip-hop awards 2023 honoring the past year in hip-hop music across 17 categories selected by a voting academy of esteemed music industry insiders the telecast which closed to uh which for close to 20 years remained the only award show dedicated to celebrating hip-hop culture will salute 50 years of hip-hop with not to be missed moments and performances bet hip-hop awards 2023 will tape uh from Atlanta, Georgia, on Tuesday, October 3rd, and will premiere to Tuesday, October 10th, 2023, at 9 p.m. Eastern on BET. 21 Savage and Cardi B lead this year's nomination with an outstanding 12 nod each. 21 Savage, 12 nomination include Best Collaboration, Lyricist of the Year, Hip Hop Album of the Year, Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Hustler of the Year, Best Duo or Group, twice for Best Hip Hop Video. 
Sweet, uh, Sweet 16 Best Feature Verse and Song of the Year. Cardi B's 12 Not include Best Live Performer, Lyricist of the Year, Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Hustler of the Year, twice for Best Collaboration, Best Hip Hop Video, Sweet 16 Best Feature Verse, and Song of the Year. Drake followed with nine Nas, including Best Hip Hop Video, Best Duo or Group, Best Live Performer, Lyricist of the Year, Song of the Year, Hip Hop Album of the Year, Hip Hop Artist of the Year, Hustler of the Year, and Sweet 16 Best Feature Verse. And Bernie Boy and DJ Khaled round out the top five with impressive seven nod each. J. Cole scores six nod. Coy LeRae, Glorilla, and Jay-Z are tied at five nods each. Other noticeable nominations include Little Izzy Vert, who received four nominations, The Baby, Kendrick Lamar, Lotto, Little Dirt, Megan Thee Stallion, and Metro Boomin received three nominations each. Uh, the Hip Hop Awards uh, will be, again, broadcasting on Tuesday, October 10, 2023, at 9 p.m. Eastern on BET. Whoopi Goldberg has been diagnosed with COVID-19 for the third time. The 68-year-old star was a no-show on the season 27 premiere of The View on Tuesday, September 5th, with co-host Joy Behar explaining that the actress has been forced to miss the show because she was unwell, but reassured viewers she is on the men's and likely to return to her seat on the show in a few days. Um, Whoopi previously missed several episodes of the daytime talk show in November last year due to COVID-19 and also contracted the virus in January of 2022. At the time of her first COVID-19 diagnosis, the sister actress admitted it has come as a shock after having all her jabs and trying to keep safe. The Hollywood star insisted she wasn't worried about the long-term impact of COVID on her health, despite having battled pneumonia and sepsis a few years ago. She said, quote, I I just feel like you can only do what you can do, and whatever your body decides it's going to do is what you have to roll with, unquote. Aaron Paul has revealed he doesn't get paid a single dime in residuals from Netflix hit Breaking Bad. The 44-year-old actor was striking with his... uh, co-stars outside of Sony Pictures in California this week, where he revealed he did not receive any money from the streamer when the award-winning crime drama in which he portrayed Jesse Pinkman. Um, Aaron's is said to have made a whopping 150000 per episode, and lead star Brian Cranston uh, pocketed 225000 Breaking Bad also spawned the prequel series Better Call Sal, which was just as popular. Aaron has been striking as part of the SAG after walkout since July. The writer Give America started its strike back in May. Both want similar things, including fairer pay, better working conditions, and reinsurance amid the increase in the use of AI. Meanwhile, Dax Shepard recently shared his fears he could lose everything amid the strike. The 48-year-old actor exclaimed, how he's been left in a two-month spiral of being financially insecure. And he's not the only one. I just mentioned last month, uh, act, talented actor and singer Billy Porter was in the same predicament where he actually had to sell his house due to the ongoing uh, writer's strike. 
Uh, Disney Plus has revealed a new trailer for the upcoming season two of Loki. The new footage shared on Monday, September 4th, gives a better look at a Thor villain who makes an appearance on the show in the form of a billboard poster. In the new trailer, fans can spot a big billboard featuring Zaniac. Uh, fans of Marvel Comics may be familiar with the character who is described as a parasite entity from the Dark Dimension. Tom Holland, who first portrayed Loki, Loki in um, 2011's story, hinted that things will get chaotic in Season 2. And at the end of Season 1, the story isn't over. And he um, he also revealed that uh, Loki is more unstable and, and as a turbulent and passionate and chaotic as he ever been. And maybe some of that needed resolution, there's stuff to unpack. Season 2 of Loki is set to be available for streaming on October 6th on Disney+. And the crown is seemingly set to end with King Charles' second wedding. Netflix hit royal drama will wrap up later this year when the sixth and final season airs on the streaming service. And bosses have now strongly hinted that the show will close with King Charles' marriage to Queen Camilla by sharing a picture of the couple order of service from their 2005 nuptials. Uh, the order of service lists the couple under their previous title as Charles, Prince of Wales, and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall. It was the second trip down the aisle for both of them, with Charles previously being married to the late uh, Princess Diana, Princess of Wales, and Camilla being divorced from her first husband, Andrew Parker Bowles. Uh, King Charles is played by Dominic West in the final series, while Camilla will be portrayed by Olivia Williams. The sixth season is also set to feature Prince William and Harry as adults and Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge, for the first time. Ed McVie and Meg Bellum played William and Catherine in the episode retelling the early days of the couple romance while they were at the university together. Uh, Harry is played by Larry Ford, but the show looks like to, likely to end before the Royals strike up a romance with Meghan Markle, who became the Duchess of Sussex following their 2018 wedding. Season 6 is slated to debut in late 2023, with November tipped as a likely date for the show launch. And Barbie has been announced as the highest-grossing movie of 2023. The blockbuster summer comedy, which is uh, fronted by Margot Robbie as the Tyler Mattel doll, has reportedly passed the Super Mario Brothers movie at the box office, with Variety revealing that on Saturday, September 2nd, the film has now brought in a total of $1.36 billion since its release in July. Barbie also became Warner Brothers' highest-grossing film ever in recent days as it passed a record set by Harry Potter and the Deadly, uh, Deathly Hallow Part Two, which was the final installment of the mega-hit Wizarding franchise based on the magical book series by J.K. Rowling. Uh, Greta Gerwig smash hit, which also starred Ryan Gosling as Barbie boyfriend Ken, was released on the same day as wartime drama Oppenheimer, and the two films sparked a phenomenon known as Barbieheimer due to their popularity. And the weekend also saw that saw that the Christopher Nolan directed epic became the second highest grossing R-rated movie in history. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy currently stands at the third highest grossing film of 2023, having taken uh, $845 million at the box office. 
And uh, speaking of movies, Antoine Fuqua's Michael Jackson biopic will offer the good, bad, and the ugly of the pop icon. The 57-year-old director has offered fans an insight into what they can expect from the eagerly awaited biopic, revealing that it's his next project. Antoine explained to uh, Calder when asked about the ambition for the biopic that he hopes to provide a better insight on Michael as an artist as a human being, the good, bad, and the ugly, and let people decide for themselves on what they feel about Michael Jackson. And despite this, the project is currently on hold due to the ongoing writer's strike, and Anton doesn't know when things will move forward. He's just kind of waiting to see where it all falls out. Antoine has recently been busy promoting his new movie, The Equalizer 3, the action film star, Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, and Anton recently revealed that the co-stars have developed a tight bond. Um, they he also told People Magazine that Denzel is kind of like a, a fatherly mentor. They have like this fatherly mentor relationship. He and Dakota Fanning. Uh, because they remember they worked together on the 2004 action movie The Man on Fire, and their relationship has evolved over time. And uh, speaking of Denzel Washington, uh, he continued to make movie history with The Equalizer 3, which is on track to become the second highest opening weekend of all time for a film released on Labor Day weekend. The film pulled in $34.5 million from Friday to Sunday and expected to top $42 million by the end of the week. Um, and again, it, it did so well, you know, uh, $26.1 million internationally, uh, and that this is through Sunday, I guess you can say like a three-day global box office of $60.6 million. So that's really good. Uh, Marvel Studios' Shanghai and The Legend of the Ten Rings hang on to the Labor Day top spot, having netted $94.6 million over the holiday weekend in 2021. The Equalizer 3 sees Washington Robert McCall go head-to-head with the Italian Mafia. He reunites with his Man on Fire co-star Dakota Fanning and director Antoine Fuqua, who had led the franchise since its inception. So... Um, Good for Denzel. Congratulations. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.